Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward ho. I got 12, homie. I got 12 in. As of 7, 17, 23, me and my wife has reached, reached 12 years of marriage, 15 years total being together. What did we do to celebrate? Nothing. Nothing at all, man. I, I, I think it's because, like, we recently just came from Hawaii, family trip, and it just so happened. You know, she got a cracking birthday. Her birthday is right after Kobe Day. If y'all can figure that out, y'all OGs in the game. But her birthday is the next day after Kobe Day. Uh, so, you know, she had already planned, said, hey, man, for my 40th, I want to turn up. I want to do something crazy. You know, not crazy, but I just want to do something because I'm a person that I appreciate birthdays. Obviously, I love them because I'm still here to acknowledge my own birthdays <laughs> you know what i mean it's a blessing it's a milestone i'm not too i'm not too huge on wanted attention so you won't hear me talking about throwing parties and and, and shit like that although i think they're dope they're cool i had and my wife to her credit threw me a surprise birthday party it was a joint surprise birthday party but nonetheless it was a surprise birthday party i was a part of it was dope you know, my birthday was involved in that and uh, obviously my birthday is a little more challenging to celebrate because my my birthday is in the in dead in the middle of the winter, two days before Christmas, two days before Christ's birthday. You know what I mean? So the average person is not thinking about my birthday. It, the, the dope, the, the one dope thing about my birthday is for one, I was born on my dad's birthday. So we got the same birthday. And the second thing is. My birthday is so connected to extremely connected to the season. So, you know, a lot of people still cherish and admire the Christmas season and the Christmas is a big day. Love, a lot of kids still love it. And, and this day and the third and my birthday leads right into it because the day after my birthday, there's Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve is just if, if if there was a day where you like, look, nothing bad should happen. It should definitely be Christmas Day, but it's it should automatically be Christmas Eve because it's like get on a perfect on a perfect Christmas Eve. Everybody is where they want to be at for Christmas Day, you know, so just to explain Christmas Eve, this is just the setup day for the perfect day. You know, or or a day that's admired by a a lot. But nonetheless, that's my birthday, December twenty third, nineteen eighty two. OG status, right? Um, but it's challenging on celebrating my birthday. Technically, the Napa trip that took place in February was somewhat of a present to me as well. You know what I mean? So my wife chose Jamaica. <laughs> I said, hey, sign me up, man. I'm near, right near the beach. Okay? I'm going. Is my is my accent a little bit off? Yes, because I play one on TV. Um, 
So I'm game, you know, and so we chose to go to uh, Jamaica for her birthday. Uh, but it's real. It's a real tight squeeze between us coming back from Hawaii versus us going to Jamaica. Like, I think we only have maybe a, I want to say, what, two weeks off, two, two and a half. And we got to get right back to it. Um, yeah. And, and, and I like it. I know people I've celebrated people birthdays who had, you know, these parties and, and, and things like that at, at a club or a lounge house party, you know, one of these, uh, gaming spots or something like that. Something crazy. And, um, so I respect it. It's just that our anniversary is in between all of this. And the anniversary is strictly for us, though, you know, because this is the marriage. And again, the marriage, our kids are involved. Other people are involved, but not involved like how you might think they're involved. But we get a lot of support. Well, I the word a lot. We get support from people. And obviously our kids are a part of our marriage as well. They're a part of our lives. But at the same time, we are the Batman and Robin, the MJ and Scotty, the Shaq and Kobe of this marriage, the Clay and Steph, you know, Steph and Clay, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's who we are in this marriage. Without us, the team might not make it to the playoff. The ship possibly could sink. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of respect that's given both ways. To the point where we have a lot of understanding amongst each other now. We didn't celebrate our, our anniversary like you would think an average person or an average, average marriage would. Um, at one point, I joked with my wife, although I didn't, I didn't really believe that she forgot, but it just didn't cross her mind yesterday, leaving my son's basketball tournament. Like, yo, do you realize in a couple of hours... It'll be our twelfth our twelfth year anniversary, and she was like, "Oh shit, yeah, you know, I just thought about that." She didn't forget about our anniversary; it was just wasn't on her mind at the time, and uh, myself as well. Like, I'm still a little bit tired from the uh, from the Hawaii trip, you know. Um, I'm adjusted. I'm back at work. Hell, I went right back to work after I got off the plane. As soon as we got off the plane at LAX. Caught an Uber to our cars, and they went back home, and I went. I went straight to work, straight into work from Hawaii. Um, you know, at the same time, and I'm still a little tired. You know, it's it's been almost, almost a week since we've been back. Yeah, we got back last Wednesday. You know, so by the time you hear this, it'll be Thursday. It'll be a little bit over a week, but um. And we enjoyed ourselves as well. And I, I dropped the Hawaii episode. It's so much, much, much more to talk about. But I mean, yo, to get some of the inside stuff or get some stuff that I missed, man, just come holler at me in person, you know, if y'all are interested. But y'all can go catch catch the uh, last episode. Um, back at work, a little bit tired, trying to get things situated before we go on, the ne- on this next trip. But I cannot forget about the anniversary. Uh, we did go to the jacuzzi. I did bring home a cheesecake. I brought home a cheesecake. I brought, uh, I bought these, uh, candles and I just made a, a one and a two, 
you know, the way I had two candles, two of the same color candles and the other candle was a different color to make a 12, a fancy 12, took a picture of it, lit it up, uh, kissed, and then we blew out the candles and we, we thought about popping bottles, but you know, we was too tired, especially after the, uh, after the jacuzzi run. Plus I got called into work that night too. So it was kind of like a rush type of thing. Like she was like, do you want to pop bottles before you go to work? I'm like, eh, unless you want to, she like, no. And so she went straight to bed after I left to go to work. And that was it. And the reason why I'm sharing that is because uh, it's a milestone nonetheless. And just to show you that people are different, man. Some people will go all out for their actual wedding. Some people go out for go all out for their bachelor or bachelorette party. Some people will go out every year for their anniversary. And that's cool. That's uh, do what you can do and do what you want to do. And, and make sure it's something that y'all both understand and it's y'all. And it was just one of those things where, yeah, I probably could have surprised her with a present, uh, a card, some flowers or something like that. But I said, you know what? No, I'm just going to come back home with this cheesecake and say, hey, man, thank you for 12. I appreciate the 12. Let's get to 13 now. You know what I mean? Um I'm not sure which milestone we would uh, set apart. Maybe the 15th. Uh, by the grace of God, we get to the 20th. Um, but 12 was just, you know, I, and I think 12 just happened to fall into that year where, shit, we travel. And then the summertime is when we travel the most. It's just Like I said, we got basketball tournaments. We got the anniversary. We got family trips. We got birthdays. And it's 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 a it's a lot. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. So I will say definitely shout out to that. Shout out to to 12. Yeah. At the end of the day, shout out to 12, man. I like I like I like where we're at. How do we get here? Just duking it out all 12 rounds. It's like a consistent 12 rounds. Just keep going. You know what I mean? You know how you start out in a in a boxing match that first one, two, three, maybe four round, four or five rounds or something like that. You feel the other boxer out. You're trying to see what's going on. See if you can catch a pattern or, or something like that, that you can catch on to that you can counter with and things like you want to get comfortable. You want to make sure you, sh- you switch things up so they don't catch on to your patterns and, 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 and recite the same thing that you was trying to do. So that's basically what it is. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy. It's hard work like a motherfucker, boy. It, it is. I can see how, I can see how niggas say, man, I can't do this no more. I, I could definitely see that. Um, not saying that I could, I can fully understand it. Um, but again, everybody is different inside their marriage. Everybody is different. Everybody had different upbringings. A lot. Uh, what we don't talk about a lot is how we was raised. You know, I don't have any personal examples of a successful marriage outside of my grandparents. And even with that being said, the the one thing that they actually showed me was longevity. But they never showed any type of um, emotional interactions, nurturing moments or anything like that. I never 
come to think of it, I've never seen my grandfather and my grandmother kiss. You know what I mean? Just never seen that. I've always seen my grandmother make him a plate of food, like dinner, breakfast, and stuff like that. Always called him in for lunch. Wimpy. That was my grandfather's nickname. It was Wimpy. You know? Um, and she would make, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And served him. You know? not like, And I'm not saying it was like that. Although my my... My grandparents are from the South, you know, my, my, my granny is from uh, Texas and my grandfather is from, um, Louisiana, you know, so they got Southern roots, you know, and my aunties who had passed away, which was my grandmother, uh, sisters and so on. They, you know, from Texas as well, I Southern roots in my veins. It's, it's, it's some southern roots in my veins. Uh, and then on my dad's side, we got a lot coming from not only Louisiana, but Memphis and Chicago. You know, so I got a lot of deep southern roots and Midwest. Um, but that's what I got. I got I got uh, just longevity. Again, I never seen them kiss, never seen them be affectionate like that. Uh, my mother was never married. My dad did get married, but it was to me, it was like for a short stint, short period. And I was, was I in, I'm not, I don't even, his, it was a while ago. I wasn't in his wedding, but I was at his wedding. Right. So, uh, my uncle who on my mother's side, my, my mother's younger brother, who was staying with my grandmother for as long as I, you know, knew him until he moved out after college. Um, he got married, and but he has been divorced for some some odd years. I, I can't really tell you how long, but it's been a while. Um, that was an example. Outside of that, I don't have any personal examples that I could be like, yo, all right, this is what I could take notes from. You know, majority, and you probably heard this shit on my show before, majority of the examples that I've had came from sitcoms. You know, it came from watching uh, Fresh Pinch of Bel-Air. It came from watching Martin. Um, it came from watching Good Times. It came from watching the Cosbys. Now, I know, well, what example did you have in Martin? I didn't. I, I'm just giving you I'm giving you the, the traits that was being built for me to to take advice from when it when it came to not treating a woman, but on how to be with a woman. So, again, I was looking at Dr. Huxtable. I was looking at Uncle Phil. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was looking at uh, I was looking at James. I was looking at all these powerful father figures on TV. And I said, that's my examples right there. That's what I have to go off of. That's why I was never afraid to uh, look into relationships more than just being outside. I had an outside um, I had, I, I had a few seasons. I had a lot of seasons outside, but I, I was never the type to shy away from the postseason and even go to championship games. I've been married before this marriage and that marriage didn't work out. That was a lesson, but I still made it to the championship game. You know what I mean? Um, and since then I found the perfect woman for myself to build on. And that perfect woman is imperfect. 
Like it's a lot of things that she will tell you that she has to work on. And I know I got it probably almost double than what she got to work on. We both come from different backgrounds, but we come from the same city. I was born on the west side, raised on the east side and and went back and forth from time from certain time periods. But the bulk of my the bulk of my life was on the east side of L.A. Not the east, not 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 East L.A. East L.A. and East Side is two different places. They both east, but two totally different places. A lot of essays stay in East L.A. I'm from the East Side. That's Fremont. That's Locke. That's Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, Jordan Downs, the projects, shit like that. Anything past Manchester, uh, not, not not past Manchester, anytime, anything past. Well, you got to ask certain niggas nowadays, because I said once you pass like Vermont, you're on the east side. Because Vermont, to me, is the most dangerous street in L.A. of all time. So to me, once you pass Vermont, you're on the east side, east side. Some people got the 110 dividing the east and the west, but I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it's whoever you talk to. Just know once you pass Vermont, it's going to start getting a little shaky. Okay. Keep your head on the swivel. All right. But um, yeah, raised on the east side. She was raised on both. I mean, she was born and raised uh, and she was on both sides. But I want to say mainly on the west. Mainly on the west. She went to Dorsey. All blood school. I went to Fremont. All blood school. Majority. I mean, we had F-13s and, you know, we had Hispanic gangs and there's a couple of Crips that went there undercover or some niggas that they just didn't mess with. Um, and she went to Dorsey, you know, that right down the street is the Jays, a.k.a. the Jungles. Um, and we just had different upbringings. We just had, I mean, and when I say upbringings, like she had certain family trauma. I had the same thing. You know what I mean? So putting these two humans together years later and now they just got to figure it out without the best examples well goddamn <laughs> you know what i mean i don't want to put too much of her family business out there but she's not too far away from me as far as you know not having too many examples she might have more examples than i've had personally but you know at the end of the day me and her really just winging this shit no lie, we just winging this shit. It's like it's like our night walks. Like we're start, I'm I'm trying to implement more walks at night between me and her in the neighborhood. You know, sometimes we take mocha, sometimes we don't, and just walk. It's the same thing. It's the same therapy I get with jacuzzi. We go to the jacuzzi to relax and chill, and but that's also our office. I treat the walk the same way. We just walking, you know what I mean, and walking the neighborhood. Just it gives you a certain type of. It just feels good that you're walking in a safer neighborhood. Um, but we just winging this shit, you know? So if you ask me how we got to 12, dog, we just, we, we making it happen. We making it happen. This is one thing I do know about everything that we need to know between a man and a woman. Talk and tell the truth. That's it. Talk and tell the truth. Now, there's other things surrounding that, but all that other shit should be pure common sense, like respect. Love is subjective, and the way you love somebody could be different. But the love can be there. There's so many different ways to love somebody, but the love should be there. But the respect, that's different. 
You got to respect somebody in order to have a healthy conversation with them. So you got to respect them. I respect my wife. I respect her a lot. And she respects me. Right. I, now that I think about it, we should have did this episode together, but my equipment is not up. It's not set up. We haven't moved yet. Everything is packed up. I don't have my equipment out to do all that anyway. But yes, in the future, I got to get Mrs. Taylor on the podcast a little bit more. And she's talking a little bit more, too. She doesn't know she's a phenomenal podcaster. She's just she's not. When I tell you, that's why I like my wife. She not went. One of my favorite Nip songs is damn near the first track on um, his album. Rap niggas. I'm nothing like you rap niggas. And that is if that track was a person, it would be my wife. Like she don't post a lot on IG. She damn near not. She's not going at all complain online. She don't say anything about our our marriage online. None of that. And she barely talks to you niggas. The thing is, she's nice. And then if you get her in a party mood, you're going to be like, nigga, this is just you just keep all this content to yourself. That's who she is, though. That's who she is. She has her reasons, and I don't question. I mean, I question it to figure out why. And now that I know why, there's no, there's no reason for me to question it again. I leave it at that. Now I'm the only person that need to know. Y'all can just try to figure it out, but nah, she don't fuck with niggas like that. You know what I mean? She don't fuck with niggas like that at all. But um, we, yeah, again, we just, we just winging this shit. But the respect has always been there. The respect is there. And we sit up there and we talk to each other and we talk and then don't let the internet tell you you could talk about everything, but don't they don't tell you how to talk about everything. Yeah, it's cool. Like they you know, some of those uh stern, harsh people might say, Hey man, it doesn't matter how bad or how frank or how blunt it sounds if it's the truth. I I don't all I don't completely agree with that. I I don't think you have to approach every situation the same way. Like you don't you don't you don't you don't plan a if you have a team, a basketball team or a football team, you don't go play the next team with the same game plan. Stupid. They just finished watching the game film so they know those plays. If you go in there with the same assignment as last week, you're going to lose. You know what I mean? So you can't approach a conversation the same way because that's how you was raised. No, nigga, you need to learn a better way of communicating. So instead of like a typical thing that happens in a lot of marriages is that a lot of sexual intimacy moments um, is, is limited. Especially if you have kids. Well, if you don't have any kids, I don't know. One of y'all might not. One of one of y'all might not like each other sexually. If y'all don't have kids, I don't care if y'all career is fucking president. Y'all should be fucking a lot if y'all don't have no kids. But I'm talking about people who have kids and multiple kids at that. Right? Kids are the number one cock blocker in the world. Okay, and sometimes, most of the time, they don't even know. That they cock blockers. Because you can't really let them know, like, yeah, I think you might need to go sleep in your room because we trying to get nasty up in here. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's it's, it's, it's not like that. It's 
It's not like that at all, but they are cock blockers and you have to have, you got to find time to where y'all can get back to that. And y'all might not even get completely back to that, but y'all could figure out some shit. And that's the best thing right there is when you communicate what the issue is, that's one thing. But when you have a plan of action on how you're going to get it completed, that's another thing. So, yeah, you got to Instead of saying, dog, we're not fucking enough. No, you don't come in a room saying that she should throw the remote at your at your stupid ass. But you should say something like, man, is I think, you know, especially if you're going if you go to the jacuzzi, the, trust me, going to the jacuzzi is a top three therapeutic places to, to, to go to if you're in a marriage, in a relationship or dating. I'm going to tell you why. If you indulge in alcohol, please take some. If you indulge in marijuana, whether you smoke or do edibles, well, they don't allow smoking in the spa area. So smoke before you go or take an edible and time it right. Right. And just let it go, because the one thing is going to do is going to help you relax. Alcohol helps you open up, relaxes you. Same thing with edibles relaxes you, opens up your mind, might make you a little bit more creative. You, you might be a motherfucking piasco out this bitch. Um, did I say that right? Pascal? What did I say? Piasco? What the fuck is... <laughs> Whatever. Y'all know what I mean. Um, so now you're in a relaxing environment with your choice of drug that makes you even more relaxed. And it makes it easier for your request or your concerns a little bit more digestible, easy to understand, etc. Hey man, let me just say this. Instead of saying you need to do this and you need to do that or we need to do this, just bring up, hey man, I really miss when we used to do this and I really miss that and I, and I really think we need that. We need that instead of saying, I need that. We need that. You know what I mean? And then now y'all can start breaking down the things that y'all want individually that will help both of y'all and then create the plan of action and just start working on it. Communication. As corny as it sounds, it's all about communicating. But that's where a lot of the Internet will leave you. They'll take you to the area, but then they'll say, well, you have to find your way around. They'll take you to the barbecue and be like, all right, now you just go mingle. Like, nah, they got to take you to the barbecue, introduce you to people, let you know where the food is at, who made the food, introduce you to the family, show you where the bathroom is at, show you where to lay your leg, show you what bedroom that baby is sleeping on that bed where everybody's leather coat is at. They got to explain that to you. Same thing in marriage, dog. You start the conversation, but you have to have you have to know how to have the conversation. Just don't go in there like, yo, niggas in the NBA. It's a lot of niggas in the NBA now. That's a one trick pony. Back in the day, you had to do different shit. In, in other words, you had to play offense and defense. OK, if you just go in there doing one thing, that shit might not last, bro. You got to switch it up, man. Switch it up. Switch it up like you switch up your outfits. You got to do that. You got it. And I promise you, it'll be much easier. You know what I mean? And not only that, you're eliminating unnecessary arguments. 
Because everybody know when you ain't got nothing in a long time, when you haven't had something in a long time, you get irritated. Feisty. It's, it's even worse than being hangry, right? Because everybody know when you hungry, that's a different type of attitude. But when you horny, that's a whole totally different attitude in itself. Right? And all y'all are horny. Everybody's horny these days. Everybody's horny these days. So to eliminate little petty arguments and things like that, your ass get up to the side to go get a haircut Saturday morning wearing gray sweats and a white t-shirt. She already know as soon as you step out that motherfucker, you're going to be feeling you're going to go in there paying 40 to 50 dollars for a haircut. That's just the bare minimum these days. OK, I, I understand. 40, 50 dollars for the haircut. You go in, pay that 50, but you're going to come out feeling like a million dollars. Now your ass want to uh, run random ass errands for your grandmother. And you know, if you run errands for your grandmother, it's going like it's going to be one or two. One of them is going to be the grocery store and she probably tell you go pick up the medication. You know, you're going to see some things at, at, at Kaiser. You know, you're going to see some things at Kaiser. You know, you're going to see some things at the supermarket. Yo, girl, go. She going She already picked up these new women. Not, and they're not even new women. I apologize. Women that was born in the late 70s, early 80s, they already caught on to the game, nigga. That's why they started scheduling your haircuts in the middle of the week. So y'all can go right back to work and show your coworkers. You get that shit on the weekend and talk about you about to do errands? Nah. Nah, uh-uh. Put on these FUBU sweats if you want to go out. Put that on, okay? Put on... <laughs> Put on this football jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, honestly, bro, it, it's, it's about communication. That's what it's about, man. It eliminates small arguments in the future. Um, start working on, start working on that. Because if you find yourself in a situation where y'all arguing all the time, sometimes y'all never get down to what y'all really arguing about. It could be work. It could be some shit at home that y'all just haven't addressed. And you mad at random shit because one of the problems haven't been fixed. Y'all haven't talked about it. Y'all haven't taken y'all walk. Y'all haven't. And that's the thing. Set time aside. Set time aside for those talks. You know what I mean? You got to have that shit. You have to. Everybody. Here's the thing, dog. Everybody wants to be wanted. Okay. Is it's a small portion of people out there that say they don't need nobody. Um, they working on themselves, blah, 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 that bullshit. At the end of the day, unless you have been taken advantage of as a child and your upbringing was was vastly different than everybody else's. I don't want to hear any excuse on on why you don't want to be with somebody. I don't think anybody should die alone. I just don't believe in that. It, I don't know what type of tough shit y'all niggas is on when you like, I could, I'd rather die by myself. No, nigga, I want to die just like Chad would die, nigga, around my family. If I had to paint out the per, I told this before too, and I told my wife, I said, if I had to pick my own death, it'd be by natural causes in her arms watching the Lakers or the Raiders play. That's it. Watching the game and then I just, boom, I'm out. If I had to pick, 
But I don't want to die alone. That's just stupid and lonely. No. But everybody wants to be with somebody. It's hard to find that other person. I'll give y'all that. Y'all niggas is 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 is, is kind of pissy in that pool. Put on some scuba gear and you got to swim through that piss to go get you one. Or get out and go get in another pool. But I'm pretty sure everybody not getting out of the pool to go use the bathroom. A lot of y'all niggas is nasty. When they start implementing those goddamn, uh, what do they call it? When they, when, when, if you pee and we could tell you, we could, we could tell if you peed on yourself because the, the water changed colors. That's when niggas are going to start getting out of the pool and going and going to take a piss. But for the most part, they ain't going to do that shit. These kids don't give a goddamn. You're going to have to swim through that goddamn piss though to go find you somebody. If you're in the dating pool, just to let you know, it's pissy up in there. And I know it's difficult, but that doesn't give that doesn't give a, 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 a great reason to where you you telling me now nah, I'm just sitting down. I'm good. All right, cool. Nigga, sit there and look stupid by yourself. But at the end of the day, I know you want to be with somebody. Everybody wants to be with somebody. They want to be with somebody. So show them that. You know what I'm saying? And then just work on that. Now, if you want to be greedy, that's a whole nother problem. It's not much of a problem because there's a lot of greedy people out here. So go get with another greedy type of person. And go experiment with greedy people. There's a there's a community for everybody now. If you are a greedy person, they have a greedy person community. Go be a part of it. You don't have to damage these women or these men who solely want to be with you. You can go get into a relationship where sharing is caring. So go do that. I think it's, and that's a part of communication. But I think everybody, I'm not saying everybody should get married to understand or get the feeling of a anniversary. Nah, you could, you could throw anniversary on anything. You don't have to go through the courts or none of that shit. You, you could do your own thing, but I'm talking about consistency and maintaining something that is extremely difficult to maintain in this type of world. You know, I get all kind of uh, statistics every day about marriage where, you know, if, if you don't make it to fit, you know, a lot of people don't make it to the fifth year. And if you make it to this year and you make it to this year and people that got married around this time most likely would last or didn't last. And it's shit every day. I read shit on Twitter on these timelines every day about marriages and relationships and dating, all of that every day. It's a, it's a task. It's tough out there. It's rough out there in these streets, but I'm starting to realize I'm starting to learn that a lot of this shit is rough, tough, and dangerous. Oh, y'all don't know that reference though. Y'all don't know that reference and what it go to. That's a, that's a throwback LA thing right there. You know, it's rough, tough, and dangerous out here in these streets. And a lot of it has to do with greed and communication. That's it. And once you, if you want to feed your greediness, just go do it with the right community. You go do that or you work on yourself on trying not to be greedy and communicate with another person. Dog, sky is the limit. Sky is the limit. You're going to need a teammate or teammates, however you get down. 
But a lot of shit that you need accomplish or that you want to accomplish, even if it's your own personal goal, guess what? I'm sorry to say this to you, but a lot of y'all niggas is not built to do this shit by yourselves. Regardless of how creative you are and how dope you are in life, you're going to need a team. And you don't even have to be sexual with that person to be a part of the team, but you're going to need to be with somebody. Okay. And once you get that shit up and running and going, or you, or you get it accomplished, there's going to be more after that. You still going to need that team. And through all that, through achieving these goals and these obstacle courses and shit like that, it's going to be some ups and downs. It's going to be some rainy days. It's going to be some gray skies. It's going to be some storms are coming. Now you got to weather it. You can go ahead and play um, a new edition all you want to make you feel better. But no, that rain, the rain in real life is different. Okay. So talk on defense. Talk. I, I tell Murph, Big Mike, all that. When I say talk on defense, it's a basketball reference that's used in football and any other baseball, any other any other sport that has to do with relying on your teammates and playing against another team. Talk on defense. But talk on defense goes beyond sports. Talking on defense, to me in my marriage, is when things is getting rocky, we got to talk about it. We got it and we have to defend our marriage. That's talking on defense. That's what the real talking on defense is. We got to figure this shit out. We all human. We all make mistakes. We've all made mistakes. I made mistakes. I made mistakes that that could have prevented us from getting to 12. You know, we've all felt like we all felt burnt out at one point where we probably wouldn't have made it to 12. Well, we stuck it out. We figured out, we switched up the game plan, went back to the drawing board, probably had to, had to come up with a new philosophy. Yeah, and then one thing that we implemented that we wasn't doing much of was talking on defense. It's, it's, I don't know why it's not talked about a lot, but that's what it is. Hey, go sit and talk with a successful couple. You know how many people was upset at the fact that I said, I don't want to listen to niggas who got divorced or I don't want to listen to niggas who's single. Yeah, it's the way I said it came off as disrespectful, petty, whatever you want to call it. What I was really trying to say was I want to talk to winners now. Nigga, I took a gang of L's in my life and I'm trying to replace those L's as a loss and, and, and trying to cover it up, put makeup on it and call it the lesson. Right. Which in, in reality, it is a lesson. But I did lose something. I lost time. I lost some emotion with some of those L's. I want to talk to some winners now. I want to talk to some niggas that constantly go to the fucking playoffs and and or get to the conference championship or the fucking finals. I'm tired of niggas almost making it to, to the playoffs. I'm tired of niggas not making it to the playoffs. I don't want to talk to those niggas. I already know how to do that. I know how to lose. I want to talk to niggas that know how to win. And then on top of that, go beyond, go beyond your comfort zone, my nigga. I need to know how to win in different types of styles. I need to learn how to win in a two, three zone. I need to know how to win in a one, three, one and a one, two, two and man coverage. Okay. I need to learn how to win in all those different sets because when one is not working, I need to switch it up. That's how you get to 12. 
We on the 13th and this and the year that's in front of us. I'm recording this on my actual anniversary on Monday, 7-17-23. From this day forward, it's going to be another rocky road. It's going to be another obstacle that I go through. I got haters that I don't even know that I have. And that's the sad part. I rather I appreciate the ones that I know. You know, how some people say I rather I appreciate uh, 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 blunt racism. The ones that tell you that they racist up up front. I kind of understand where they coming from, you know, because I'm so used to dealing with closet racists who wear them niggas. You know, these are niggas that that that, that sign your paycheck, but really don't fuck with your culture. But you work for their company. Or, you know, some something of that nature, not just work related, but you can be shopping at a department store and the people that that own that shit, they don't probably don't even fuck with you, but they want you to come spend your money in they in they in they company at their company. You know, but no, I want to know. I, I need to know. I want to know my haters. I don't know who they are. I have an idea. I know people talk. And I know when something is going too good for too long, you become the villain. You become the Lakers. You kill. You become the Chicago Bulls. You become the Golden State Warriors. You win two, three titles in a row. And then if you do it again or come close to doing it again, they're going to hate you because it's almost it's close to perfection. They're going to hate you because you did something that they're not doing. But instead of being humble and asking or just taking notes or just trying to figure it out how to do it in the likeness of them, they just going to hate on you. They're going to bring up your past. They're going to try to throw a monkey wrench in your in your wedding. I mean, in your wedding, in your marriage. This shit is going to happen. I got some hate. I got I will go as far as saying when I say homies, I'm not talking about the immediate. I'm not talking about the, the cast that's in my group chat. But I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I got some quote unquote quotation marks. I got some quote unquote friends, podcasters, uh, online friends, whoever the case may be, that probably hating against my marriage. It's just that's just a thing, though. They do that if they if they do it to celebrities, they gonna do it to average Joes. That's off top. It ain't it ain't one of those because everybody's a fucking celebrity now. If I do something stupid and, I, and and it go viral, I got a chance to capitalize on that. Now I'm a, now I'm famous. So everybody's a fucking celebrity. If they if they're commenting, hating, judging, whatever the case may be, with these celebrities, they're doing it to you too, Bucko. You just don't know about it because they got to keep you close enough, and they watching your stories, and they watching and not liking it. And if you're a person that made content, and they not sharing it. They don't either. They don't really fuck with your content because they don't like it or they don't like you. It's one or the other. It's whatever, though. We got 12 over here. Um, I appreciate and I love my wife dearly. Shout out to you, sugar, sugar, mama, sugar, plum, sugar, papai, all that. Marcedo says Marcy Darcy, Marcy, the Don Dada, all that. We got 12, big dog, and we we headed for 13 now. We headed for 13. Uh, and we here, and we outside again. So ask me how we do it. Shit, we just make it happen. 
No huge celebration for the 12. None of that. Just acknowledge it and know that we got to move on to the next one. Figuring shit out. That's what it is. That's like the motto now. Just figure this shit out. You know, don't hurt nobody in the process and just figure that shit out. And also the richest nigga in the podcast game is 12 Cal. It is not me.